Welcome to the Soul Tribe Podcast. The Soul Tribe Podcast was created to help you navigate through the world of spirituality, wellness, and self-development in an easy, grounded, and relatable way. We break down everything from the Akashic Records, manifesting, spirituality, and so much more. We want to help expand your boundaries and bring the spiritual world to you in a fun and easy way. Get ready to be inspired with tips, tools, and easy-to-digest information. Let's do this. Hey, Soul Tribe. Welcome back to another episode. We are going to do an episode request today. So we got a request to do an episode about twin flames, soulmates, and soul groups. So we're going to discuss what that is from the perspective of the Akashic Records. And before we get into any of that, I just wanted to clarify that you might have heard about one of these things in a book, read it, you know, seen it online. We're just sharing the way the Akashic Records consider them. That, that means, that doesn't mean that if it It's a little different from what you've read or heard. That doesn't mean that one of them is not true. It just means that the Akashic Records, remember this is the infinite library. And in the Akashic Records, you're going to see contracts. And so when you're really in the the deep of each soul contract, you're seeing what each individual's relationship with others is. So I always felt that the Akashic Records see these things very differently than maybe someone that's channeling an entity or someone that's receiving the information from their guides. So just remember that this is coming from the infinite library, from the place that holds every soul contract. Um, so I just wanted to add that before we got in. I don't know if you want to add anything yourself, Lorena. No, I don't want to add anything. I think that's a good segue into the information that we're going to start channeling. Yeah. And before we get into it as well, I just want to say... So this is coming out Monday. Today is, for us, Wednesday. June the 2nd, yeah. Yeah. And I don't know if you guys remember that we channeled in the beginning of the year that this is the year of truths. That this is the year that a lot of things had to come out. And last month, well, anyone who follows us on Patreon, I did an episode where I was talking about how I was, be- I was feeling nervous about the next month that was coming. So it was May. And I was feeling like... I was getting the, the message that, you know, to tell the Patreon people that they needed to really ground, they, they really needed to prepare for, for, I couldn't tell exactly what was coming next month, but it feels like a lot more is coming, but it did feel like I was needed to feel myself, I needed to be prepared, and now it seems like that those truths that the Kashuk Records have been talking about, this is like, it's, all, it's the second of the month and already there's so much, there's so much coming out, um, and so now I understand what I had to be grounded because if you're getting really difficult information or if you're getting information that you're not fully prepared to hear, the best way to deal with that is to be fully grounded. Be like, okay, wait, let me not freak out. Let me go. So if anything comes out, I'm saying this because if anything comes out and you heard it and you're, you know, like, oh my goodness, the first thing you do is forget about, forget about the information for a second go and ground whether that's you go outside barefoot and meditate whether if you're just in your room because it's cold outside and you're in your room and you do a meditation to help you ground whatever it is that you like to do to ground yourself remember every time something is too difficult to take in or accept grounding should be your key because if we freak out our bodies freak out if our bodies freak out 
it's like all downhill from there. So that yeah. this is why I'm saying that. I feel like I'm in that energy. I have to really like ground myself so much lately and like stop myself and be like, okay, wait, let me just take a step back. Let me breathe. Let me not react to this. Let me try to keep my calm because there are so many things that are like, I guess in a word, like trick, they're kind of triggering me, but also, um, yeah, like worrying me. So I'm like, wait, there's nothing to worry about. We just need to take a step back, realize this is all just something we're going through for the moment. And we do do kind of need to react, I think. I don't think we can just sit in the sidelines anymore. I think there's so much coming up at this point that it's like, literally, it's a joke. It seems like a joke. It's like someone's playing a practical joke and then we're in the middle of it. It's like, come on, get with the program, guys. Like, so I don't, I don't think, you know, we can just be within ourselves, but I think we've gotten to a point where we might need to all kind of speak up a little bit more for sure. Yeah, I feel that as well. Um, well, you know, but I, I've been I've been very, well, not very vocal because I know there's so many people that are much more vocal than I am. But I have been as vocal as I can be that I'm prepared to be right now. And I've been told that by my soul since the beginning of the year that I had to do that. And I did come out more of my box and do that. Um, I feel like I'm, what's, it, what's that? Um, Sigsaw? Oh, like a seesaw. Seesaw. Sigsaw. Se- seesaw. I feel like I'm on a seesaw. Like, I'll have a day where I'm like, everything's amazing. Things are, the, the world is getting better. The, yeah. the, I'm in Holland. The sun's out. Everything's great. And then, like, then I'll find out about something. I'll be like, boom. I'll be like, yep. seriously, though? Everything's not amazing. What the F? And so it's like, you know what? The only thing that's helping me stay somewhat grounded and a little bit just feeling energized and feeling kind of connected is doing Akashic Record readings right now. Yeah, that helps me. And angelic healing has been, I don't think it's a mistake that the angels asked me to do the monthly thing because just being in that space, I'm concentrating on the healing of the person and I'm like there and holding the session down and in the energy and I look forward to it. Like when I see a booking yeah. for angelic healing that day, I'm like, Oh, thank goodness. I have a healing today to do. Um, and I could obviously I could do it on myself, but just the purpose of doing it for someone else and then being in that energy while I'm doing it for someone else. That's that for me is like a, has been a savior. So, so if anybody's still interested, I'm still doing it. Of course, the monthly. Angelic yeah. So healing. how do you explain maybe how you do that? Cause I don't know if that was, well, I was thinking about that after last week's episode, where like, so you base, like someone contacts you and say they want angelic healing. So you set up three separate sessions during the month. Is that right? Yeah. So the, 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 the idea is that the angels, I was doing a session on somebody and I got the message from them to offer this in a different way, the service in a different way, because it's very needed on earth. So it's mm-hmm. not like I'm going to do it forever. I'm going to do it as long as they're telling me I'm supposed to do it. Um, so, because it's like super cheap, I'm doing it like super, super, super cheap, which I'm okay with because it's really helping other people. We're going through a really difficult time and we're on, on, you know, on earth. And I like sitting in the space doing the session on people anyways. Um, so I'm going to keep doing it for probably a few more months. But so the idea, the idea is that usually what you do is you get an angelic healing, you get one session and you pay yeah. for that one session. And I do that one session on you and it's between 30 minutes to 45 minutes. And it's distance healing. So you're wherever you are resting and receiving that energy. And I'm where I am, my physical place, putting that session and doing the prayers for you, sending the archangels going to where the person is, like all the, all that's happening. I'm just kind of like, 
What's it called? The person that the music, um, the conductor. I'm like the conductor. The conductor. Yeah. So I'm like yeah. conducting it. I'm doing the prayers and I'm making sure, you know, the person's receiving what they need. I, I go back and forth before I check to see what it, you know, what it is the person, um, wants to bring into the prayer. So I'm also like, if you want physical, emotional, mental, spiritual, all those things I'm listing down and asking and adding to the prayer. So I make it detailed and specific to that person, what, what it is that they need and want to ask in the prayers for the session. Um, and so the, the archangels work on that. Um, but yeah, they're getting three different sessions in one month. The whole idea is that in the, in the process of the month, we space those three sessions out so that it's almost like you, you're worked on and you have some time to rest and kind of recuperate and gain whatever you're getting from that and kind of revisit it again. You're getting another session. And then the third one, you're getting the last session of the month. So the idea is that you space it out because it's going to help you keep your energy in line and in tune. That's why it's like a monthly healing. It keeps you in line for that month. Right. And it helps you. Um, and I book it with them. So the person will go to my website. They just click sign up. It's under services. And then they'll, that goes direct to my email. And then I go back and forth with them and we see what day is better for them. They need to be in a place where they're alone. It's a quiet room. They can lay down. Most people tend to fall asleep during the session. So you need to not be disturbed. That's the biggest thing for me. Like the person needs to have a time not to be disturbed. It needs to be a time where I can also assist them. So there's a little bit of back and forth to see when you can do it and when I can do it. Okay, let's book it. And then we kind of pre-visit. We, we already kind of booked those three. It's okay, this day, this day, this day. I tend to go, like, if we're booking a Tuesday, we'll do next Tuesday the next Tuesday, for example. Or Sunday, yeah, so nice Sunday, Sunday. Or, yeah. Yeah, we space them yeah. out. We space them out. Um, so I've, And then I've you get feedback at the end, right? Yeah, yeah so they know when I'm going to begin it, the session. I let them know that, you know, it starts on, on time. So if I'm saying I start at 8, I start at 8, like, on the dot. So be laying down and stuff. Um, and then I tend to get messages like from the angels or I'll, I'll, I'll get something from the guardian angels or, you know, they'll tell me something. I will get information. It's not a reading, of course, but I tend to get information, which then I email the person and say, I saw them working on this chakra. I saw them doing this. You know, they, this is the message they want you to have. I find that they tend to give an intro message as in the, the, gar the guardian angels or the guard, the spiritual protective team tends to kind of show themselves a little bit more, a little bit so that I can talk to them about it or kind of share that with them. Session two is less information and more just going down to the dirty of working. And session three is usually like the goodbye session where at the end they'll give me a little bit of tidbit to help the person out or tell them to bring something in for into the reality to help them keep them aligned or whatever That's it is. Cool. Yeah. It's really I nice. Love that. That's very cool. It's very different. Yeah, so we'll have that. We'll have that in the show. Yeah, very different. Very different energy, and it's very different healing. Yeah. Uh, so we'll have that in the show notes. And then I wanted to also mention before we get started, because now that we're already talking about this stuff, um, yesterday, June first, I posted that I'm offering free flower essence uh, therapy with my Akashic Record readings for the month of June. Um, I may extend that, but I'm not sure yet. It depends on, um, yeah, on how things go. But I got also that message to to post that, to, to offer that. And, um, yeah, so basically you go through the whole Akashic Records reading. I get messages on what flowers um, to work through with whatever comes up during the reading. Then we chat about it. And then I put together a specific flower essence uh, remedy formula for you, um, which usually will take for a month or two or three, depending on what they say. Um, when I say they, the masters and guides. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's like extra healing 
that's added onto it that is that goes into months after the reading. So it really is helpful. It's really cool. Um, so I'll put that information as well on the show notes. Cool. Um, okay, let's get into it. We've, I think we, we've, we've talked about Yeah, we got into like whatever. That was weird. I don't know, but I've been so, <laughs> sorry. I've just been so excited about the Angelic Healing. I've been enjoying helping people so much. I've gotten so much really yeah. good feedback from the people, and so I, I could talk about it for days. Anyways. Um, okay, so I think, it really, I think the really cool thing to start talking about would be twin, twin flames because there's so much information and obsession out there about it. So there is twin flames to, to the Akashic records. I'm going to say the way I've seen it and been told. Um, and that's, we have one soul and it separates to create two, two body experiences. So what happens is in the same timeline, AKA in the same time. So it would be, let's say you exist, me, Lucia exists here on this timeline. Now there will be another body that has another part of my soul incarnated in having a life experience at the same time now here's where i think that the information to the akashic records is a little different to um external information i googled we googled it to see like what is it they're saying to see what it's compared to with akashic records um it sounds to me like externally they talk about it being an experience where if you confront yourself with that other being that other person that your soul's incarnated in it's almost like you're seeing yourself and it's profound and it's, it's like finding yourself, I guess. I don't know how they could explain it exactly. Um, and they're, they're talking about it being like, it helps you do more internal work for yourself. Right. Um, I'm going to bust the bubble a little bit <laughs> here. Well, I just want to add to that yeah. before you bust the bubble. Yeah. Um, so a lot of people say they can be very intense relationships. That's what I've heard or what I've read. Or what people talk about being sometimes it can be really um, very intense relationships that could end really bad. It can end. It's like to me they they seem very sometimes even traumatic um, or very like yeah like bring up a lot of emotions and a lot of things that, that you learn from. Of course, I've right? heard all their versions as well where they're like yeah. which to me that sounds more like a soulmate in that sense. It definitely is a soulmate. We'll get into that. Um, but the other versions I've heard is you're not complete till you find your foot to inflame. Wow, that's super dangerous. <laughs> like, yeah, don't know. I don't don't forget about it. I don't even want to believe in that theory. If even if the catcher words gave it, like, that's dangerous. That means that if you never bump into your twin flame, you'll never feel complete. Yeah, that's, not, that's a little even soulmates. That doesn't go for soulmates either. Soulmates are just people that have contract. Like other souls have contract with you. Yeah. To learn specific lessons. Yeah. And that doesn't have to be a partner, like a boyfriend or a girlfriend or a husband or a wife, or that could be a friend. I've, that could I be mean, your sister. I, it could be even your child. Yeah. You know, it could even be your grandma. It could mm -hmm. even be your best friend. Yeah. Um, we'll get into that because we're not doing so much right now. We'll do that. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> just I'm getting ahead of myself. I know. We're all over the place today, guys. I'm sorry. A lot of. We've had a really weird day, both of us today. Um, yeah. So the twin flame to the cash records is yes. The soul in two different bodies having an experience, two experiences in one timeline. If you ask the Akashic Records, it's a rare, it's a rare occasion when the soul decides to bump into itself in this lifetime. And I'm explain why, because I don't want it to sound like a negative thing. What the Akashic Records would show me and explain to me is that that's the reason is because the soul actively goes, I'm going to double down on my lessons. I want to get more lessons in on this timeline. So I'm going to divide myself and have two different 
lifestyles, two different body types, two different struggles, two different lessons, two different karma. Like it's totally different experiences. And that's the whole purpose of dividing the soul. So that means that one's going to be probably in one country. The other one's going to be in a totally different country. Maybe in another planet, guys, by the way. Don't don't go out looking for a twin flame. Maybe your twin flame's on freaking Mars. Like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. It doesn't even mean that it's going to have to be on this planet in the same country, in the same city. Like, it could be... There's so many conditions that could be met. The idea is, on the same timeline, I'm having two totally different experiences, which means that bumping into myself isn't really going to help me comply with those lessons if I find myself in the same city living with the, with my other half. I'm going through the same experiences. Maybe I'm just mirroring a little bit, but I'm going through the same experience. And so there's not a lot of there's not there's not that doubling down on lessons that the soul's trying to get down. That's the only reason why it doesn't bump into itself. Rarely. I'm going to say it again. Doesn't mean it never happens. It could be that the soul goes, "Ooh, I want to challenge myself this time." And I want to meet myself, meet, meet, meet up with myself and challenge myself from both sides. That could happen. But again, it's a rare contract. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I feel like it could happen, but it's more, it's more likely that you don't. Yeah. It's more likely you don't. And if you do, to me, what they're giving me is like, there's a reason why you would have to connect with that soul there. there it's something in your contract. There's something, and it's not about necessarily learning lessons. It's about reconnecting in some way because that's going to help you with your purpose or something like that. So it's not so much about finding a boyfriend or a girlfriend or a partner. Yeah. It's more oh, wow. about reconciling something. Sorry. I'm saying a while because they were telling me that if it does come into play, it's a very tragic way where it will kind of be like a very t- intense moment with itself. AKA the two bodies and then something really tragic happens to separate them. So it could be the person just like disappears one day, never says anything. Could be one of them passes away. They're showing me that the most common way to play with that those roles is I come in, I really, really create an impactful connection because I'm actually in front, confronted with myself and then I tear that away to create yeah. a really profound change and lesson. So... Yeah, if that's true, I don't want to bump into my twin flame stay away. <laughs> yeah, I guess that kind of makes sense with some of the stuff we were reading that now when you say that, because it's like it's intense, it's challenging relationship that forces us, like this is what I read here, like it forces us to like deal with unresolved issues. So that's that's where in that sense I do feel like it's, if you do run into a twin flame, it's it's... To me, it's it's part of the plan. It's part of your contract. There's something there that needs to be met, but I don't I don't truly believe that it's just in a, in an aspect of like relationships with as in like boyfriend girlfriend. It, I mean, it could be it could be father son. It could be so many different things, right? So I think in that sense, it is there to show us something, but it's it's usually very short in time. Like you said, um, but that's not, that's not like, that's not why we're here. Like we're here for something bigger than that. And this is just one of the things that we can experience. Yeah. Um, that, and so I think, I think people will try to go out and be like, Oh, I want to find, it's a new term twin flame, isn't it? I think people are like, Oh, I want to go out and I want to find my twin flame. Or I think what they're really thinking is soulmate. 
Yeah, that's that's how I get it. At yeah, least. I think people are confusing the term twin flame with soulmate. So, okay, soulmate for the Kashuk Records. But also, wait, just wait a second. Yeah. Because I also think like you can find a partner that isn't your soulmate. So you can find the love of your life and that person might not be a soulmate. Yeah. But you love that person and you end up with that person the rest of your life. And that doesn't mean that they're a soulmate. Yeah. So I want to say, I want to preface that because I think a lot of people have this idea of like, if you do find that person, they are your soulmate. It's like, nope, your dog could be your soulmate. Your mom could be your soulmate. Yeah. So many different people sometimes. And I, I feel like they tend to be relationships that are more like that. Like your daughter, your son, your brother, yeah, I feel or if, like a really good friend that's in your life your whole entire life, right? Yeah, that's, yeah, totally. Um, so, so the, the 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 thing that I've learned about soulmates through the Kasha records, through the readings that I've given, through with the Kasha records explaining things and showing them to me, and I still get it that way. That's never changed. It's soulmates are usually one, two, or three other souls. That's the most common. Again, there's always different conditions. Not everything's written in stone and it has to be away. So we're generalizing information here. The typical, a typical soul has two to three soulmates. So what does that mean to the catch records? That means that you continuously incarnate and are accompanied at some point by those other souls to create really impactful life lessons. So we use each other. Think about it like a movie. We're in a movie we're all playing characters and I'm like, oh, Lorena, listen. So we're up there. We're not incarnated yet. I'm like, your name's not going to be Lorena. But anyways, because our souls have another name, right? I'll be like, hey, Lorena soul. It's me, Lucia soul. I got a great <laughs> idea. Let's go back and incarnate again. And since, you know, since you're one of my soulmates, I got a great idea. This time let's play sisters, right? And this time, let's even do this really great, amazing project where we talk about spiritual stuff and get people to listen about it, right? So yeah. that could be two soulmates coming together to create a project, two soulmates coming together to, to create, bring something to this world or to learn with each other or whatever, right? Or help each other out to, to create a project. It could be anything, but this is an example I'm, I'm, I'm giving. Um, and so in this case, the soul, the soulmates are deciding to get together to teach each other, to help each other, to create something. Those are all the reasons why your soul meets up with them. And your souls, it's a soulmate, considers it soulmate because we've done it so many times together, right? So that's yeah. the difference between another soul and a soulmate. It's just that another soul, you might have bumped into it in three lifetimes. A soulmate, you probably bumped into it in hundreds of lifetimes. Many, many, many lifetimes, yeah. It's yeah. more so than not. But at the same time, you were talking about why they're here to connect or why these souls agree. It's, it's also to feel that connection. To me, it feels like there's something in that person that you feel, it kind of feels like home. It kind of feels like safe. Um, but at the same time, it could be really conflictive relationships too, right? Like they're not always easy. It's, we have this amazing connection, but at moments I want to rip your throat off, out. Like, I just want to just like pop your head off. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? It's like, I can't stand you. Yeah. Um, if you ask me, I, I'm pretty sure that my ex-husband is a soulmate and that's not because I still love him. <laughs> it's because he's taught me the, all the awful things that I went through at the end of that marriage taught me so much that now that I'm much more accepting of information and now I've, I've pa I'm totally past that and I can look back and go, wow, this brought me this lesson. This brought me this. 
and I look back and I go, I wouldn't have been, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be doing this podcast with you probably. Like there's so many things that I would not be doing if I had not gone through that relationship and then the ending of that relationship. And I've learned a lot about myself during that process and I became more spiritual because of it. So I, and there's no doubt in my mind and also because it brought my daughter, like to me, that's one of the most important things. So for me, that's, I know that, 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 that has, that's a soulmate. So it's a good example of why you don't have to be with your soulmate forever. Like for me, it's ended. Goodbye. Done. You know, it's fine. We'll, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll continue to talk the rest of our lives because we have a child together and it's all good and we get along, but it's, you just have to know that just don't, don't get yourself attached to something because it might be a soulmate. That doesn't mean you have to be in contact with them forever or be, you know, be with them forever. A soulmate you can say goodbye to. You'll, you'll, you know, you'll always be connected. Always. Even if you don't talk all the time or see or live close by. Um, and it could be like we set different kinds of relationships for you. Maybe it was an ex-husband. For somebody else, it might be their actual partner right now. For somebody, it might be their mom, uh, their sister. Um, but they're here to teach you a coworker. hard lessons. Yeah. Like they're not here to make life beautiful all the time. Like most of the time your soulmate really, what's it, ruffles your feathers? Ruffles, ruffles your feathers, Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's they're not gonna make it easy because that they signed up for that. They said, "I love you so much." This is literally how the soul, the catcherers always explain it that the soul, like the souls between each other, go, "I love you so much. I'm willing to play the bad guy, and you're gonna yeah. hate me, and you're gonna curse me, but I love you so much, and I want you to expand that I'm going to be the bad guy for you." Yeah, it's insane how our souls have that capacity to do that right to choose that and to know what what like our soul knows what it needs that's why I always think like like having a reading or reading yourself uh, is so powerful because you can get that insight and understand wow my soul actually wants me to go through this really shitty stuff right now and I know it's freaking hard and my brain doesn't want to go through this and I'm trying to fight this as much as I can but there's something that I need to get out of all this, be it through the relationship, be it through the struggle, be it through whatever. And it could be really frustrating, but I think, I think they're there for a reason. And usually those are the people we tend to say, oh, I hate this person, or this person just pisses me off. Like, oh, I can't stand this person, right? Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, that, that, so I think that's why I think that people confuse twin flame with soulmates. Because there is still, yeah. even though it's not soulmate, it's twin flame, there is still a really profound connection. And you're going to go through really amazing times and you're going to feel like you love that individual so much. And you're going to go through times where you're like, oh my gosh, I could just throw you <laughs> in the garbage and never pick you back up again. <laughs> what? <laughs> throw, throw you in the, the garbage. garbage and never pick you out of the garbage ever again. <laughs> I'll just leave you to put the lid on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the heck kind of like that was weird but okay. I don't know it's like you know like the garbage where like I don't know why that came from anyways I've never said that my, <laughs> I've never said that my entire life I have my records open guys in my defense you're just trying to be nice maybe I don't know who knows uh, I'm trying not to like curse too much the real no, I already rea- said shit so oh, we're good well the real reaction would be I want you to fucking leave and I want to I see your goddamn dirty face ever again like that <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, let's not curse. That's, that's like that's how you feel if the if if your yeah. soulmate's really th- giving you a really hard life lesson. That's like how you feel. You know what, it's guys? It's so funny that this is coming up because I was cursing so much today. It's insane. Actually, <laughs> guys, we have a grandma that we always talk about the psychic the psychic grandma, and she. I used to curse when I was young. I used to curse so much, and my mom would get so bothered by it. And my grandma would say, no, no, let her curse. She's getting out all the demons. It's really good to curse because all the, all the entities go away. You release everything. So if oh, you, God, I need to curse more then. Do you remember she used to say that? No, I don't remember that. Oh, I remember that. I remember that because she, she was the only person that was okay with me cursing. <laughs> <laughs> Yet she wouldn't curse, which is really funny. I'm like, you should curse too. She said that she wished... Be very careful with her words. No, she said that she wished that she cursed more. Because she Mm -hmm. said it gets things out and you don't keep it. I can tell you something. I don't keep anything. I let it out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, really? I didn't know that. (laughs) Mom used to get mad when she would say, "Um, you know what I hate? You know what I hate? That you come here and you get all mad and you curse me off you walk off and 10 minutes later you come back and you totally forgot that you know it's like nothing ever happened to you, you and I'm still mad you do you do that all the time I'm like it's oh really by the way weird. do you want to go to the park <laughs> I'm the complete opposite I will be mad forever yeah no uh, I, I mean I'll, I'll probably forgive you but I'll still be mad at you I'll be like just get out of my face like I don't want to see you ever again I forgive so much I forgive like it takes me it might take like I know like I'm basically friends with every person I've ever dated I'm still best friends even the people that cheated on me I'm still really good friends with them what I do is I distance myself till the time I need so sometimes that's depending on what happens in the relationship it's a few months a year and then like best friends like nothing ever happened it's fine like I'll talk to you forever we can be friends and they end up becoming some of my best friends no, I, I do look back and I'm like, wow, I, I don't know why I got so mad at this <laughs> or I don't know why this happened. I'm just like, OK, maybe I overreacted a little bit. So this is where I'm I, I'm starting to th- look at that a lot more now. And I think we've talked about this on the podcast. It's like, wow, maybe I need to look at these people I'm getting mad at as soulmates or people. They might be a soulmate. I don't know. Or just someone that's here to teach me a lesson. OK, Lorena, but and you can't have I, 20 of them. <laughs> No, yeah, it's not twenty. No, definitely no. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely going through something this week where it's like, geez, um, really testing my my boundaries of my worth, but also testing my boundaries of speaking up for myself and knowing when to put limits on things. Well, guess what? The whole of humanity wow. is being tested. Their boundaries, right? Right now, as we speak, yeah. everybody is incarnated has some sort of boundary being tested. Like, this is the biggest lesson every soul's having all at the same time, everybody. Yeah. That's crazy. It's, 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 it's so true. I mean, no one can escape that right now. No. It is just part of being alive at this time and being incarnated at this moment. Yep. It's crazy. Okay, so we did. Twin flame between all the jibber-jabber in between. <laughs> we did twin flame, soulmate, and then we can talk about soul group, which, hey, soul tribe. You can call it soul tribe. Yeah, and we've it. talked about that before, right? Yeah, we like, have. But we'll, go, we'll just explain it here in this context. I, I love, yeah, I love, I love explaining this. So, of course, you have, now we know you have one or two or three, maybe, maybe more, in some few cases, uh, that, of souls that incarnate on almost every lifetime with you to come help you learn things, right? So we know that now. But there's actually a bigger group outside of that that your soul tends to choose to surround them 
in the lessons to play different characters because I can't go to I can't go create a movie with just two characters, can I? Unless well, unless you're making a really really basic movie, but you know, you need a lot of characters to be playing around you. You need all those cousins and you need all those the mother and the father and the and the, you know, and the uncle and the aunt and the the people at your church, the people at your school, your coworkers, like all these souls are also characters in the movie that is your life now that your soul's playing. And so if you bring it down to, it's not going to be everybody at work, but it might be like three or four coworkers, three or four people, like um, maybe that you play sports with. It could also be, for example, some of your cousins, not all of them, some of your closer family members. That If you grab them, you can probably get a group of 25, 30, 35. I've never seen it bigger than 35 because it's an intimate group usually. I think usually the number is 25. Something you said just there is like I find it interesting because I also feel that it's like it's not like they're all in the group all chatting and like together all the time. It's like they're part of your group, but they're also dispersed in different areas and in different things. So that makes sense. I don't think we went into that in our episode when we talked about it before. I don't know. I don't remember. I'd have to, I would have to listen back to it. I don't remember. Um, But yeah. And so it's, those are all the supporting, the supporting roles. Is that that what you say in the movies? Supporting roles. Yeah. Supporting roles. Uh, What's, I don't know what's wrong with me today. You can't talk. No, I'm saying <laughs> words that I wouldn't usually say, and I don't know. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Um, so supporting roles that are around you, those are that's all part of your soul tribe, your soul group. And so what you guys do is you all kind of get together to create this reality movie. You need more than just your 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 soulmates. And so that's what a soul group would be. So that also means that you can have a really strong connection with other individuals because maybe my cousin over there that I get along with really well, that cousin might have incarnated with me 25 lifetimes, 30 lifetimes, 40 lifetimes, 50 lifetimes. Not a soulmate, but we've had quite a few lifetimes playing different characters. And that can go for the other group, 25 of the soul tribe members that you're bumping into in in these lifetimes. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think this is if we look at it in the sense of like the Soul Tribe podcast and how maybe not just you know just us listening to this and how we're all some of some of the, our listeners know each other, some of them have met through courses, some of them have met on the Patreon, but we're all coming together through something that's tying us together, a theme, a topic, and I do feel like a lot of the people that are listening if if you don't know one person or you've at least messaged each other or, or had some kind of contact, you might at some point, but this is allowing you to feel connected to a group of people, even though you're not physically connected to them. So that, that's kind of the idea we had, I think, with the podcast, which I find it like really interesting. And I would call it the soul tribe, but it could be a soul, soul group. It's the same thing. Yeah where um, maybe they're not your intimate group, but they are part of your, it is part of your group. You're in this group. You belong here, right? But obviously when you have people that are actually in that intimate group, that physical group, people, maybe you don't see them all the time, but generally they are physical. They're in some kind of um, vicinity to like, they're close to you, right? 
or someone you see once a year, or a few times a year, um, but you talk every day maybe, right? Mm-hmm. Like those people are, are your actual group. And that group could change because I also feel that as well. It's like that group right now could morph and change because you've gone into a different phase of your life. And then some people exit, others enter. And that keeps, it's like con- continually flowing and changing and adapting to what your needs are and what the other people's needs are. As I well. do feel that. I feel like the soul group isn't always the same for every lifetime because some of us expand and some of us aren't able to expand as quickly or fall behind. But what I do feel to be true is that the soulmates tend to really do stick with each other. So they tend to like yes, yes. level into yeah. the next expansion levels. Because I don't like calling it like love. But anyway, expansion levels, they go into those together. So it's almost like that. And that also is a good explanation why sometimes one of your soulmate, mate, uh, soulmates might make things really difficult. Because maybe you're behind Maybe it's a group of three or four of you and you are falling behind and we really, in this lifetime, we really need to pressure you because we need, we need you to get you to expand because we want to progress with you because we're supporting each other constantly, even on a soul level. So that might also be why some experiences from soulmates are so difficult because they're, they're pushing you to, to get that lesson in, to expand because they want you to come with them. Yeah. Yeah, I also feel like Interestingly, I think like, like you're saying this whole expansion, pushing each other, blah, blah, blah. But at the same time, sorry, I didn't mean to say blah, 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 like yada, 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 like on Seinfeld. <laughs> I love that episode. Um, it all, it's also this idea of like, because you were talking about soulmates, right? So I'm, I think I'm channeling and like my, my thoughts got a little bit distracted when you were talking. So these soulmates can, can many times be a part of the soul group, but not all the time. But I do agree with what you said. Definitely, the soulmates tend to stick. This is what was coming. Now I'm remembering because that's why I was going to the soulmates. So the, the thing with the soulmates is, let's let's give your example. The, they're saying like of an ex husband that is your one of your soulmates in this life because he's helped you with a lot of things, learned a lot of things, all of that. At the same time, that person, you know, in your case, you're friendly. There are people that might not be friendly. Maybe it's not an ex-husband. It could be someone you were with, you were together, you broke up, blah, blah, blah. And then you never talk to that person again. They taught you a lot, but to me, their energy still is in your field. It feels that way. You either think about them or things come up or this is kind of what they're giving me. I don't know why, but it feels like that person energetically is still attached to you somehow. Not that they'll come back or you're going to get back together with them or, you know, it could even be they're saying like that father that abandoned you or that mother that was never there and you don't really have a close relationship with her and you see her maybe every two years. That could still be a soulmate. Yeah, that was a, that was a lesson, a really hard one. Very, yeah, very, that you, those are usually very hard and, and they, they tend to be even stronger, right? As, as soulmates. Yeah. It can, and but also, I find it interesting, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I agree with all that. I agree with all that. But as well, it might also be a soulmate that you have that is still with you because you guys decided in this lifetime you're going to experience yourself fully and you're going to support yeah. each other fully. So it could also be that a soulmate is not making it, it's not making life dis- difficult because you guys have already done that so many times. 
now the lesson is to be in harmony and joy. So some of you might be in a relationship where you're like, I totally vibe with my partner. I think that my partner is a soulmate. Yeah, that also, that also could be. Yeah. Yeah, it can go many ways. It could be very, not even that, that close of like intimate, but it could be a friend that you really, that really supports you. You support them and it's very harmonious too. And they could be your soulmate. And yeah. that's beautiful. Like imagine having that. That's so nice. Yeah. Yep. I love it. We went. This <laughs> is a bit of a weird episode, if you ask me. Like, yeah, we're in weird energy. I don't know if it's all the damn eclipses going on this month or last month or when it, whatever they were going isn't on. Isn't it, Lorena? You've been studying astrology um, for more than a year now, so maybe you know this. The, the <laughs> first eclipse. Not. <laughs> I'm putting you on the spot, huh? Um, the eclipse is in Sagittarius. The eclipse that happened, right? I'm pretty sure, yeah. Yeah, no, I know it is. I'm letting yeah. you know. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, okay. Yeah, no, I think it was. No, yeah. it is. It is. Um, so when, when, because that's my sign, I've actually yeah. been feeling pretty, aside from, you know, the weird last day or two that I've had, but aside from that, ever since that happened, I've been feeling like really aligned and really good. Is that a the thing? The total opposite of me, so that might make sense. I don't know. Is it that when the eclipse is in your sign, it actually makes you more aligned with your true self or something? I'm not sure because we haven't gotten to eclipses. We Actually, Patricia, my astrologer and, and who I work with a lot and we've had on the podcast, you guys have listened to her. She actually did a um, live call. It was actually in Spanish. So obviously a lot of you might have not heard about that, but she did a little bit of a call. So I, I still need to listen to that video and watch it. And she goes into eclipses and how they affect us. I'm not sure about that in relation to the sign or the degrees or anything like that. Um, but yeah, I think, I think it would have an, a certain effect on certain people because of certain signs, of course, 100%. Maybe, I mean, maybe it, it all is, has maybe to it's do because with that. The eclipse is in my sign. So it's not fighting with my sign because it's in my sign. Maybe. And that's I'm why I'm sure. feeling more aligned. I can't say, I mean, I, I, if I, if I make something up, I'd be making it up right now. So like, I can't, I can't. I don't know. I feel like I've found myself a little bit more, even though I've already known, you know, I've already been very connected. I've always been very connected to who I am, but I've found more harmony with myself and who I am and how I am. During this time? Yeah. Now? It started literally maybe a day before the eclipse. I actually feel the complete opposite. Ooh, you should come over to my box. It's really nice over here. <laughs> no, I think it's happening for a reason. For I, I, Like I said before, like I'm feeling like I need to put up boundaries or things that are happening that just for me are just like, wow, I just want to like curl up in bed and not have to deal with them. Like this is just insane. And why is it happening now? And why didn't it happen a year ago? Like why? Like why is this happening now? So just questioning myself and how I am in front of all these situations and how they're affecting me. I don't know. It's, it's definitely, I feel very on the edge of a lot of things and feel very unstable and uncertain. But at the same time, I'm wanting to look at all that. But I, don't I think that's like also the conditions away. of like world conditions that are, you know, things are going around around you. I don't know if that's you. Oh, it's things that are happening yeah. to me. Yeah. But, you know. They're there for a reason. I need to just accept them, try not to fight them. I think that's the best thing we can do with anything, right? I'm not going to fight it. I'm going to face it. I'm going to ground myself like you were saying at the beginning, which I think is a, such an important message that you gave at the beginning. And that was a message I was also getting for um, last month. 
It was like we need I was to getting what we need to do for the next three months. So guys, oh, I'm yeah. not talking about grounding. Just like you listen to this episode you do today, like literally Every the next three months because I don't know what's going going down, but it feels very roller coaster like, mm-hmm. like hard to emotionally or mentally deal with or physically even. Yeah. I mean, if I just think back to what we channeled for the Patreon last month, which was just a few weeks ago, really. Oh my gosh. Oh, oh like, yeah. I don't even want to, I don't even want to, <laughs> I don't no, even want to go into it. I don't feel like. But I do like the idea of us it. going into, because um, we always do like a what's coming next year in November type. Yeah. I think it's around November. <laughs> I like to do one mid-year, maybe. I don't know. I don't feel I don't ready know, let's see right what, now. You don't, you don't? Okay. <laughs> we'll see. I don't feel ready right When we now. do, we'll do it. But we definitely will do one for, no, we will, for I, next I, year. No, I, I do agree to do always do it in November so we can all kind of hear what, you know, what's for next yeah. year, what to prepare, and stuff like that. I never take seriously what they say, Lorena. <laughs> no one no one does, I think, until it happens. And then I'm like, oh, my God, they weren't kidding uh, when they were saying that. And then again, we did it in November. I'm like, oh, my God, they weren't kidding when they were saying that. Because they talked about this year being a limiting year and the year of truth. They were not freaking kidding, man. Yeah. And I like I always take it with like I'm I always take it with a grain of salt. Okay, we'll see. <laughs> like, It'll be fine. Don't worry. Yeah. And then like usually They're probably just exaggerating. Things like, you know, shit hits the fan. I'm like, wow, yeah. that's what they were talking about. Okay. Like, oh no. Oh my gosh. Yeah. All right. I don't know if you want to add anything else before no. we go. Um, we went a little bit everywhere, guys. I hope you were able to enjoy the episode, even though we're being we're we're being a little funky today. Yeah, we're a little funky. We have funky energy, yeah. but we got through it. We're we're in one piece. We're good. <laughs> we're fighters. We got it. Don't worry. <laughs> so yeah, like Lucia mentioned, she's still doing her angelic healing. I have my flower essence therapy for free with any Akashic record reading in June. And then also we posted this week or last week, because obviously time with the podcasting is a little weird. Um, we posted that our Patreon live Zoom call will be on July 11th, which is a Sunday. So that is for our Patreon members. If that's something that you want to participate in, definitely head over to Patreon. You'll be able to listen and watch all of the videos that we've posted up till now. But more importantly, you'll be able to take place in this awesome zoom call that we do with all the listeners of the, or the, the members of the Patreon where we chat, we can answer questions with our Akashic records. We can just literally just bounce ideas back and forth. Um, and it's really cool. So we all get to meet each other and chat and it, it feels really nice. It feels really intimate and yeah. it feels like such a nice way to connect, especially with everything happening. So I just want to add, yeah. because I like to add this because I think it's only fair that if if anybody's considering signing up the Patreon that has not um, signed up for the Patreon, just know that we go deeper, and we have no filters. Yes. We will channel all those things that might be controversial. Like if you're not prepared or don't want to hear about that, there's no pressure. If you are into that and you're ready, you are ready. So the basic word is if you're ready to hear those things, then 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 I think Patreon's a good option. If you're not ready then I would wait because it might be a little bit, a bit emotionally overwhelming to maybe hear us channel something specific, you know, or hear about that. Because I don't want anybody Different to be topics. unbalanced. The idea is for us yeah. to be able to talk openly and we don't want anybody to be disturbed by it. Yeah, yeah I agree. I agree. That's a good, that's a good call. 
Thanks yeah. for adding that in. So yeah, we'll be back next week with a new episode. And we hope you guys have a great week. Stay safe. Stay sane. Hope all these eclipses <laughs> and all grounded. this astrological energy. Yeah, stay grounded. And take care of yourselves. We love you guys. Bye. Bye, guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you.